I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think, you know, whenever you get a a game like this, which is, it was a playoff type of game, you know, hard fouls, you know, (laughs) ejections, um, guys competing at a high level, um, you know, you need these type of games and just, you know, to kind of see where you're at right now, even though we got a long way to go and we're still progressing. But, I, you know, like I said, tonight was a good win for us uh, to be able to come out and play, play the way we did against this team. It's just going to get us ready for those moments, man, when we're allowed to put uh, hands on people, uh, when guys are, you know, checking through the lane. Uh, you know, you just got to, you know, give that same uh, energy on the other end. And, you know, just being in this uh, moment, um, could just look back to it when we, you know, get to those games and know what we got to do. I don't have any concerns. I love it. You know, you competing at a high level against one of the best teams in the league. Um, do what you got to do to win. And I thought our guys were physical. I thought we competed. I thought we fought. Um, you know, and just, you know, just stayed the course, you know. And, um, you know, it's going to be games like this where it's going to be chippy. You know, they're fighting for something. We're fighting for something. So it's going to happen. And, you know, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I uh, just want to keep competing. Uh, you know, I'm happy we got the win, and we got another one tomorrow. And that's the sound of the horn. Clippers Nation, it's me, Burbank Hank Henry Dittman, coming from my home studio in beautiful downtown Burbank, where the Clippers have beaten the Phoenix Suns. Woo! That's what I like to say. And listen, this is not hyperbole when I tell you. Chris Kawild is in the building. He is literally in the Staples Arena building. He was there for this big, de- decisive win. How are you feeling, Chris? I feel great. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Welcome back, fans. You are allowed back in the building April 18th. And who wouldn't want to come see these red-hot Clippers who just eclipsed the Suns and are a perfect 2-0 versus the Suns this season, Hank? It was a decisive win. Yes, sir. It's a big deal, man. Now, listen, it's just the same thing as beating the Lakers this week. Sorry, the L word, as you like to say. Yes, please. We're starting to get into tiebreaker season. It is my, it's my—it's—it's an important season in the NBA. Sure. We're starting to come down to these matchups and getting our season records to figure out who will win in a tie. Absolutely. And frankly, when in a five-day period or less, less, we play the team that is directly below us and the team that is directly above us, these games start to really matter. And the Suns were on a seven-game winning streak coming into play us. So they were red hot, and we had something to prove. Oh, did they we? win last I think they had a back-to-back, right? Did they win last night, I guess? Oh, yeah. They won in an overtime victory over Utah, uh, which which was to our benefit. As we start to talk about the game, we'll talk about it. The question definitely was, are these guys going to be too gassed? Uh, and are we going to be putting pieces together? And how are we going to play with our copious injuries dude i've got it's a three massive takeaways from tonight three big ones okay one i was very impressed with Kawhi leonard who after one half of basketball 
had more turnovers than made field goals, which is very un-Kawhi of him. And I thought, wow, Kawhi's having a wonky night. He's having an off night. But then Kawhi Leonard comes out at the break at the halftime, has more points in the third quarter than he did in the first half with decisive dunks, that decisive and one to take the lead when we were tied 69-69. He made such beautiful adjustments. (laughs) He didn't have a bad night. He had a bad half. And you love to see that Kawhi come back and get that gutty, gutty. He just flipped into beast mode. And that was my... That was my one of my big takeaways tonight was, uh-oh, Kawhi's off. Can we still get this win? We were up at the end of one. We were down by two at the half. Charles Barkley goes on national television and calls us pretenders, says that we've sucked in his entire life, that we've been losers his entire lifetime. And I'm so curious what Chuck E. Please pulled out of his butt during that postgame show because the Clippers were for real in that second half, Hank. So what is his criteria for the Clippers being not real, that they've never won a championship? Does that sound familiar to Charles Barkley? Because <laughs> I don't think he ever won no, one. Jeez sure Louise, Charles. And Ralph Lawler Jeez. said on Twitter tonight that, um, that not only did Charles Barkley not win a championship in Charles's lifetime either, but Ralph Lawler now says Charles Barkley off his Christmas card list. Oh, wow. Ralph Lawler was red hot on Twitter. He also said, as I recall, yes. that he was very curious what Rajon Rondo's plus minus was on the on the night. Oh, yeah. It was plus 24. Dude, at one point, <laughs> at one point, I don't have it in front of me, but at one point it was Kawhi and PG were positive. All the other starters were negative, and then every one of our bench guys was positive. That was my other big takeaway, one of the three big takeaways of tonight. Paul, excuse me, Rajon Rondo was phenomenal as the phenomenal. quarterback. And I actually, my, I tip my cap to Pat Bev, who so deftly ensured that Rajon Rondo would close the game by getting tossed out. Such a bold move by Pat Bev. He did it for the team. He was coaching from within. He did it for the team. But I do wanna, There's no doubt I, about I gotta it. I got to talk about Rajon Rondo, and he gets my Henry Dittman player of the game, my HDPOG. You don't get to give that award, but he's also my HPOG. He's my Hanks player of the game, no doubt about it. Well, oh, no doubt. Well, I'm going to talk more about him, but I think maybe you're sleeping on my third big takeaway of the game, Paul George. <laughs> Paul George, yeah. since he got yeah. his pop back, he said his toe has been bugging him. He's been playing without pop. But in the past two games, he said, my hops, my pop, my jump is back. His toe feels great. And look at him. Lights out 33 points, I think, is what he had. I don't have it in front of me. He was yes, seven shy points. of a 40-piece. He was absolutely phenomenal tonight. And he really did the heavy lifting when Kawhi had his bad first half. So those are my three big takeaways. Kawhi well, making he, the adjustment, is, one. Sure, two, Rondo sure. as a fabulous backup quarterback to come in. Wonderful. And then Paul George lights out since that toe's been healthy i am very happy right now you know the the toe is feeling better i think i think i'm just adapting to it um and uh, i think what helped is just you know being honest with myself is there um but you know if if i made a conscious you know decision if i'm gonna be on the floor uh i i'm gonna have to play my game um, I can't think about the toe, can't think about the foot. The good thing is medicine's working and I'm, I'm allowed to, to be out there. I'm able to be out there without thinking about it. So, um, 
I'm just staying in attack mode, staying aggressive. Well, I would actually argue that Rajon Rondo is not a backup quarterback. I would argue that he is our starting quarterback, and our starting quarterback is a professional wrestler in Patrick <laughs> Beverly. I mean, they, he did. They, it was very interesting, I, and I think some people have some reckoning to come to, and maybe ourselves as well, because how excited we were to get Rondo. We many times on this very podcast, listeners, said, oh, we don't need a point guard. What do we need a point guard? What do we need a point guard for? And then you watch we need a point guard. Rajon Rondo, and you realize really how beneficial it can be to have somebody like him come down the court, see the court. He was shouting instructions to the team. He was barking out instructions, and he's been with the team for – a week? Yeah, dude. Here's what you to- didn't see, by the way, watching the game televised. Yes. The ball goes out of bounds, okay? And I think it was Amir Coffey or Oturu. Somebody who didn't get any playing time at that point touched the ball, threw it to Rondo, who was on the floor. And before Rondo handed it to the ref to inbound it, Rondo then passed it to Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka grips the ball, then passes it back to Rondo, who then... Wait, Ibaka? Who then hands the ball to the ref. He was passing to Clippers who weren't even playing. That's how active... Yeah, you got to keep him warm. You got to keep him warm. Rondo keep was warm. insistent on passing to every single Clipper, even if they were in street clothes. And Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. It was amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, Rondo's making sure that every single Clipper touches this ball tonight. And that is something... Look, Lou Williams, God bless him, was never going to do. Lou Will, I get it. He's, he's a scorer. He's instant offense, which can lead to being a bit of a ball hog, and Rondo is the antithesis of that. Well, I, you know, we, we whoop these dudes up and down the court, but, it's, but possibly the story of the game, there's a few stories that I want to point out, a few takeaways for me. The first one, it's always an interesting thing, isn't it, when, when Lawler's law is broken. We would always be mystified sure. when somebody would break Lawler's law. Didn't do it tonight. Such a crazy, strong rule. It's a strong rule that once it's been implemented, you start to believe it can never be broken. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So now here's some, let me talk about my takeaways, if you don't mind. One of my takeaways, as you know, we have Lawler's Law in the Clippers genre in the Clippers arena. Everyone knows Lawler's Law, and it blows your mind when a team gets to 100 and it doesn't work out. Well, I'd like to point out a law by my broadcast partner, Chris Kowild, mm-hmm. that when the Clippers win, we have multiple players, six players, I believe you said, right. in double digits. Don't look right now. How many Clippers players ended up in double digits? Well, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm in the stadium behind the Team LA store and Blaze Pizza. I'm looking at the shells of metal detectors, which will be used once again, my friends, April 18th, when they when let the fans, fans are back in, the, in building. the building. So love it. Just off the top of my head, we I guarantee you Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are in double digits. I know Paul had three, 33 points. Kawhi had the high 20s. I think they combined for over close to 60, if not over 60. They Literally 60. Nice job. Okay. Literally 60. So they yeah. combined for 60. Hmm. I I know Zoo was an absolute wash tonight. There's no way he had double digits. Pat Bev, no way he had double digits. 
Marcus Morris, <laughs> if he had double digits, it was on the lower side. Golly, I, I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna put him in the Mike. All right, so let's say, sheesh, four guys had double digits. Three guys. The other one was our man, Rajon Rondo. Pat Beverly had zero. Pat Beverly had zero. Three. But I want to point out, but I want to point out. Yes. It's exciting to see in a point. It wasn't, I wasn't bringing up, this is a great rule, actually. I really believe in this rule and have found it to be exclusively true. What's wonderful is that we didn't have all of our guys firing on all cylinders and we won because our stars delivered Shined. i think that is huge for our team yeah that's true that's a huge great point hank team. because it was actually a decisive win in that second half in the first half mm-hmm. it was a real horse race back and forth fun game fun to watch and in the yeah. third quarter we were only up by two so again that's three quarters of exciting back and forth basketball but in the fourth quarter our stars shone bright and it was our two superstars and what i called tonight the big three. Somebody barked at me, it's too early, and chill. But tonight, those guys were the big three, and that's not up for debate. I mean, how many points did Rondo have? What was Rondo's line? 15 points, oh. nine assists, Come on. three rebounds, one steal. Yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. Plus 24. And, 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 those... and, three, and by the way, three of four. And let me, let me, here's one more thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, although that is our brand. <laughs> uh Oh, Rondo can't shoot. He went three <laughs> of four from three. He went three of good. four. He went 75%. We as a team went almost 50% from three and made 18 of 37 threes while the Suns only got off 24 shots and made six of them. They went 25%. We went 50%. Oh, get it. It was the three-point line is where we cooked Sure, them. we're the number one three-point shooting team. But what's crazy is Rondo was one dime shy of messing around and getting a double-double. But his best pass of the night was this laser to Pat Pat in the paint for Pat Pat getting fouled and missing the layup. And then Pat Pat goes to the free throw line and gets two. So you don't get an assist for that. But that was literally would have but, been his 10th assist. And that was yeah. honestly probably his best one of, if not his best pass tonight. That pass to Pat Pat. Oh, my gosh. It was spectacular and as soon as rondo got in there he made a massive difference moving that ball around he's just a, a true quarterback and a true point guard and the biggest thing is just his communication like he's always talking um he knows what plays are coming you know he's telling guys what's coming before it comes if he's able to see it when i dribbling up the floor um you know in our mental we know it's coming and um you know it just gives us that extra step um, above the play i mean just to be in front of the play and uh, you know, we just know where to be aggressive at in those spots. I mean, well, they you know they yelled it. You know, number three on the team yelled it out quickly and loud, and I uh, just kind of wrote it back to my teammates. It's the same play they ran the night before against Utah. So, um, you know, we did. You know, the coaching staff did a hell of a job of scouting and understanding what we need to do to take away in the fourth quarter. And like I said, we were all on the same page. Uh, all five of us on the defensive end, we were able to get a stop. And then just his communication of just. You know, putting guys in the right spot, understanding what we're trying to do, and um, just kind of orchestrating, like being the quarterback on the defensive end as well. So um, you see, he's you know he's been guarding some of the best players. He guarded Lillard the other night, guarding Booker, and you know CP tonight, and just being able to just orchestrate and understand what we're trying to do defensively. One one of the great all-time point guards. I, 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 that's not hyperbole. He's certainly top 20 all-time point guards. He's up there in the top 20 all-time assists. So that's well, I mean, that's, that's what yes. he's supposed to do as point guard. 
It's true, and it's one of those things that was I was excited. One of my notes that I wrote down before the game was it's going to be fun to watch two-time champ Rajon Rondo mm -hmm. versus they call him point guard CP3, point who God. also played, who also, oh, sorry, point guard, who who uh, you got Rondo, who's a two-time champ, yeah. and you have Chris Paul, who also plays basketball. <laughs> he has as many championships <laughs> as the as Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, you you mentioned the Clippers being the great, the best three point shooting team in the league. Yes. They are. Um, that was another. You know, if we're talking about best of when you, you know the moniker, they're the best this in the league. The Suns have the best road record in the league right now. That's why another reason this was Ooh, bound to be big. an exciting matchup. But what we really found mm -hmm. is that. These teams get chippy when they play. Two it happened the last time we played them. Two ejections. People were karate chopping each other in the throat. Oh, yeah. It was pretty great. I don't know that that now, game is as close as it was in the first three quarters if Paul George isn't in foul trouble because Paul George definitely got into early foul trouble. Yeah, two right off the bat. And he was right? cooking, man. He, he At one point, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I get enamored by these numbers and the repetitive numbers. He had 23 points in 23 minutes and became the 23rd highest three-point scorer of all time. Really? All happening at the 23rd minute of his play, and it literally my brain exploded in 23 different explosions. <laughs> Pretty great. He changed his name to PG-23 wow. at that exact moment and then winked at me 23 times, and then a dog wagged his tail 23 times. <laughs> And then the dog looked at you. True story. True story. <laughs> True story is a great bit. That's a great bit. Uh, I have to tell you what Paul George was shooting the lights out in the fourth quarter. Uh, he just came out firing two back-to-back -back threes. But what really was sealing the deal for us, what, and maybe Rondo was the reason for this, what was really exciting to watch on the court, especially in the fourth quarter, especially in the moment where you're trying to hold on to a lead, and actually things got a little tight there, right around that uh, early in the fourth quarter. Uh, it, it's sort of it's sort of like when I bounce on the trampoline in your backyard. Yes. That was what was really working for the Clippers. A lot of ball movement. Yeah. Oh gosh, thank you for that. <laughs> Here's something that again you're not going to see unless you're in the building, and this is a real a lot of ball movement. Oh stop! Please move on. <laughs> Uh, so no, you saw a ton of ball movement, whether you're in the building or watching it with TNT's trash coverage. Anyway, so oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not happy. Oh, speaking of trash coverage, by the way, I am having massive problems with the Fox Sports app since, since the switch over to Bally. I don't know if Clipper Nation, you're experiencing this problem as well. I had to go to the game so I could watch it tonight because I can't watch it on any of my old Fox Sports Go apps. I don't know what oh, no. to do. Yeah, so we got to figure that out, Bally. All the Ballyhoo of the new Bally I'll people. I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll tell you, my favorite moment of the game, there was a couple of them, but one really sticks out. The Suns with all their soccer flopping theatrics, somehow go, even though they were down 10, they go on a 6-0 run, they get it within four. Clippers answer with a nice little run. Suns call timeout, draw up a play for Devin Booker to kind of like run coast to coast and authoritatively miss a dunk right in yeah. front of me. Oh, yeah. I literally cackled out loud like an <laughs> evil witch. I, oh, he couldn't have heard you because there's so many fans in the building and you're not that loud. I, really, I think Devin Booker's <laughs> mom may have been at that game because there was a woman clapping every time anything positive for the Suns happened, which wasn't really a lot in the in the late minutes of the game. I'm like, 
this lady's got to be Devin Booker's mom because he's at the free throw line getting them within 13 and 12 right now or something. Like, they were down double digits, and the writing was clearly on the wall. And this woman was just brazenly clapping alone in the stands for everything the Suns did. I was like, whose mom is this, and can we get her some mittens? So you can't hear her clapping? Exactly. I don't want to hear her clapping, and I don't want to hear about your ball movement on my backyard trampoline. I'm not talking about it anymore. I'm I not can't talking stop about talking my... about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I believe we have two more on the nine-game homestand. Okay, we're seven deep. We are five and two. Are you nervous at all looking ahead at these two gimme games? Is this a potential trap game, or have we had enough of a break where we're not playing five games in seven nights like that nutty run that we had where Orlando, even though we were beating them for the entire length of the game, came back and won? Are you worried about it's a trap kind of situation. I think we've well, got tomorrow Houston and then a, a yeah. night off and it's, I believe, Pistons. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No, I'm not worried about either of those games. Good. I will tell you first of Good. all. I will tell you what continues to give me pause mm. uh, is injuries. Well, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm worried. I'm not happy that, that Serge Ibaka has been out 13 games. But and aren't you happy to get Pat Bev back there, Buster Brown? Very happy to get him back. Yes, yeah. very happy to get him back. But but yeah. but yeah. Pat Bev, I, at, at this point, I would never lay any kind of money on Pat Bev playing every game for the rest of the season and the postseason. He just seems to be a guy that plays all out all the time, and it leads to soreness. It leads to injuries. Um, he throws his body around. He's got that Allen Iverson kind of like, you know, disregard oh, for Absolutely. his own body. And he's and I love it. You know, I love it. You oh, know, yeah. I love. He Pat leaves Beverly, it all but, on the floor. He's Mister ninety four uh, feet. But I worry about it. I worry. You know, Paul George is playing in pain with that toe, and a toe means you have less explosiveness. Uh, I, I worry I, I, about. I, oh, 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 no, no, no. That pain I'm is. I'm sorry, in the rear Paul view. George. That pain is in the rear view, Paul George. He, he's he's back. He's got the pop. He's he's better. All right. That was All three right. games ago. The past two games, he's got the pop. And, okay. And he's, but, he's I sta- but I stand explosive. by my nerve. I'm still Purvis. I'm still nervous, nervous, Purvis, like Purvis, about the injuries. Now, I'm worried I, about them. I don't Serge argue, Ibaka was yeah. so great for us, and he's been out 13 games, and there's no timeline. And we could have used no Serge timeline. tonight versus there's uh, no timeline for DeAndre Ayton because Zoo was absolutely getting humiliated out there by DeAndre Ayton. We yeah, used, he really was. We could have used of a Ibaka's veteran wiriness and slickness and slyness against DeAndre Ayton, who was just bodying Zubats the entire yeah. game. And I think Ty Lue handled that deftly and went smaller and older with Pat Pat, and it actually worked. I mean, Pat Pat had a massive plus minus. Would you have liked to have seen DeMarcus Cousins? And what are your thoughts on why he got zero minutes tonight, Hank? Oh, I think it's – I'm sure that it is minutes restrictions and taking his t- their time with him. I totally I mean, agree with that, and it's a back-to-back. He says he's in the he, – they say he's in the best sh- shape of his life, but I, I don't know if that means you're going to keep playing him over and over and over again, but but I don't know. You know, I I, that's something know. I also say, and every time I say it, it's a bold-faced lie. I literally – anytime anyone asks, how, how do you feel? I go, I'm in the best shape of my life. I feel great. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never felt possible. better, and it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a there, minutes there restriction a moment, thing too, as well, Hank. And I think I hope, I, tomorrow's I a back-to-back. I think we see him tomorrow, but we'll just have to see tomorrow or when you're listening tonight, Clippers Nation. It, it would make sense to save him for tomorrow night to save some guys, uh, especially because we were playing Phoenix. Yeah, who was also, on the second night of a back-to-back. Also, man, honestly, whatever Tyler needed I, to do, he did it, and it worked. It worked. I want so badly to drop the f bomb here because I just to say and let you edit it, but I'm not going to add editing for you uh, on purpose. Um, I, I'm so sick of these thing back to backs. I literally don't understand especially, why we schedule at home. them at home. Makes uh, no it's, sense. It so often leads to I know. Um, don't say a it. lopsided game. Oh, okay. I, I, Phew, I, I know you're going to say you know what. No, no, I'm turning <laughs> the other way. It's it so often leads to a lopsided game right. where you're saying, well, it was on the second night of a back-to-back, so you kind of can't blame them. I, it's not good basketball, no. these back-to-backs. It's not good for the players' health. I wish that they'd just get rid of them. The only time it that, makes sense is if you're on the road, especially in, like, New York, and you're playing Knicks one night and Nets the next or Phillies right there, or if you're in L.A. and you play the Lake, uh, the L word, woof, it's a close one, one night and the Clippers the next. But honestly— You almost did it. You got all the way to the— What we really, truly need to do for these world-class athletes, these princes among men, is just cut out the back-to-backs just entirely and make the season either a shorter game count or a longer calendar and just stop with the back-to-backs. Just stop it. This is not baseball. It's so gross. It's so gross, man, it, and it's very unsafe, and it just feels like a money grab. The it players obviously don't a like money it. Grab. I don't understand why so, not you just extend the season. There are no back-to-backs in the playoffs, and that's when you're making your most money, and that's when most eyeballs are on the NBA. So do well, what's— we're doing right now. We have 73 games, and typically we have 82 games. 72, which means 72. You, sorry, 72. So you could get rid of back-to-backs if you went to the next season and you kept the same amount of months, but you just stayed at 72 games. And I just, I, dude, I guess the, I would math, ask you, the, is yeah. Mark Cuban broke now? Is he broke <laughs> because you didn't play 82 games? Like, just give me a break. We Balmer, all know these owners are billionaires. Balmer we all know they're super me. rich. Balmer we all just know walked ask- past me and asked me to borrow $100,000. I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, can like they just can't this protect Cuban these broke. dudes. I agree. It's so gross. And by the way, mathematically, 72 is absolutely perfect because you play the Eastern Conference teams once there, once here. That works out, okay? And then you play the Western Conference teams a total of three times as opposed to four. And now there's no tiebreakers. It works out mathematically absolutely flawlessly. This yeah, is should be playing three times in your, con- in your in your. You should be playing three times in your conference. I never even thought of that. Yes, it doesn't make sense to play four times no, in your conference. No, it doesn't. And and and, and sure, somebody's going to get home. the advantage at home. Yeah, dude. but too bad. Yes, too bad. Too bad. Uh, the other th- the other thing I really loved. There was one moment where they the the whistle blew. Is a timeout. There were right. going to be substitutions, and I watched Rondo walk out onto the court, and I just thought. Every player we have that takes the court is great at something. Like, yep. I feel like we are oh, a yeah. very— Avengers we are, assemble. It's really nice. It's really nice. And honestly, it's not just the stars. Because Amir Coffey can come out and explode from the three. Reggie Jackson. Luke Kennard. Reggie, Reggie Jackson, I want. I can't remember what Marv said during the, the, ca, the, the uh, telecast he tonight. Said, yes! It's, it's all right, Reggie. You're not dumb. Um, it's something like seven straight games that Reggie Jackson has gotten 16 points Amazing. or more. Like, That's great. He's on a tear. Oh, Everyone's yeah. playing. Everyone, Terrence Mann, 
the young hero who's sure. getting better and better before our eyes. Sure. It's so nice. We're such a complete team. Now it is a little bit about trying to get guys healthy and see if we can get to full strength in time for the playoffs. We have plenty of time to implement these new pieces. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, Ty Lue is such a good coach. Holy cow. I think he's a great coach, and I understand that it ruffles fans' feathers that they want to see more Kennard and man. But you look at what Rondo accomplished tonight, and you, you, you can't really argue with the results. Ty Lue knows Rajon Rondo is the real deal. And with all due respect to Terrence Mann, who, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. I love Terrence Mann. He can't do what Rondo just did tonight. He wouldn't be able to do that. He, no, he's more, also, he's more explosive getting into the paint and, you know, with the circus shots. But he's not going to throw those pinpoint passes like Rondo and get under the skin of the opponent like a Rajon Rondo. Just, you know, his basketball IQ. I think of just controlling the game, knowing what plays to call, um, knowing who hasn't had a touch in a while, and just being able to deliver, deliver the basketball. And, um, you know, you saw tonight, you know, having nine assists in, in you know, 20 minutes, um, that's huge for our team. And like I said, getting PG easy shots, getting Kawhi easy shots, and that's what we need to take advantage of. I think his pace offensively of um, pushing the basketball, of getting us easy baskets in transition. I think being able to run offense and being able to take advantage when teams make a mistake on switches or whatever it may be, um, he's able to deliver the ball on time and on target. And um, just being a quarterback out on the floor, you know, with his basketball IQ and being able to control the game, it makes it a lot better, you know, a lot easier for us. I love Rondo as a backup to Pat Beverly. That is such a great one-two punch of defense and annoyance. I saw Pat Beverly just annoying Devin Booker. Devin Booker was so out of his comfort zone. Oh, but he was unbeaten in the bubble. Well, your bubble burst, baby, and it's done. You're no longer in Mickey Mouse town. You just lost. You just lost twice, by the way, to these guys. You're down 0-2 on the series. That means you lose the season series versus the Clippers. Move on. Let's meet these bums in the second round. I can't wait for that series. And by the way, if the playoffs were tomorrow, we would be crushing the Portland Trailblazers, who we have also owned in the season series. I, I like where the standings are right now, Hank. Oh, I like them too. And what I really like is that we just beat the Suns, and so mm -hmm. now we're only three games behind them. Mm -hmm. The Lakers lost tonight yes, to the did. Heat yes, they did. while we won. We are now two games ahead of them. Now we go play the Rockets while the other Los Angeles team goes and plays the Brooklyn Nets. So oh, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if we realistically – I really don't – I don't see us catching Phoenix. I hope we can. Um, you never know. We're getting healthy at the right time. We're on a tear, but they are on fire. But I'll tell you this. We are separating ourselves yes. from everyone behind us. Uh, that I like. And that I like. That's equally important. Yes. And it's I, I, equally look, important. I've said so many times that I'm exhausted by it. You have to be one, two, or three if you're not a sitting champion, which we aren't. So as long as we're one, two, or three, I am very, very happy. I would like to avoid the L word if they slip down to six. I would prefer the L word slips to seven so that they can be Phoenix's problem. Or if the L word um, stays at six, and I would like to move ahead of Phoenix. But that is obviously weeks away. We've got a lot of basketball to play. I, I love the Clippers getting hot at the right time. We have a chance to go seven and two on this homestand. We're five and two right now. Clipper Nation, you got to feel good after these wins especially against some very 
heavy hitting marquee teams. We beat the Suns. We beat the L Word. I mean, who was the uh, who was the how we started beating the Sixers, Doc Rivers Sixers, and the best of the East, Milwaukee Bucks. Like, so we we have really punished some marquee teams. Yes, we dropped two. One was to Orlando, and I cannot remember that second. Denver, loss. Denver, there Denver. you go. Denver Who, and, and they're on a t- and they're making moves. Denver's making moves that's too. That's why that's why I like the playoff picture right now because we wouldn't have to deal with the Nuggets, we wouldn't have to deal with the Mavericks, we wouldn't have to deal with the L word, we wouldn't have to deal with a lot of these teams. We would be playing the Blazers, who we absolutely own, and then the Suns, who we just saw what we can do to them. So I, I just really want the playoffs to start tonight, please. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I like where we're standing. We have the easiest schedule to finish out the season, but yes. we had the hardest schedule to, to start, start the sure, season. Sure, we sure, hit sure. 50 games. Be- we had played 50 games before any other team in the league, Clippers fans. Oh, yeah. And I know it's easy to get stuck in what happened in the bubble. Let's please not forget we were all being emotionally traumatized. Sure, we were all be- we all have PTSD from what was going on. Those players were completely isolated. We had players quite. Literally saying, I can't leave my family. I'm walking away from basketball for the playoffs. Right. It, w- it was crazy times. Uh, and now, so it, I get it. I get it. You, Clippers fan, Clipcast fan, Clipcast loyal listener, oh, listening right now and the thinking business. the most handsome, the most beautiful. I hear it. I know. I see it in your tweets. I hear it in your voices when I run into people on the street and they want to talk about the Clippers. You're worried. You're stressed. We had the hardest start to the season, and we are third in the Western yes. Conference. That is so deep. We're playing and in great. The last... We've added all stars. Oh my gosh! In the last three weeks, absolutely, we sure have. Demarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo, and they both have performed fabulously. By the way, Hank, in the Rondo suited up era, the Clippers are undefeated at three and zero when Rondo is in uniform. Don't sleep. Oh, I like undefeated team Rondo's Clippers. I like that. We I have, like that We have stat. also won nine of our last 11 games. That is very, very good, Burbank Hank. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. I like feel, us. Gotta, I like our chances. I like our chances. The only thing that matters for us now, the most, important, the most important part of the Clippers organization oh, right now is our training staff. <laughs> yes. It's our training staff. They <laughs> yes, basically Jason. need to get... His name they is need Jason. To, they got to get these dudes healthy. They got to look out for these dudes. And the good news about that is everybody can use minutes. I hear you about Luke Kennard. And, oh, I want to circle back to this a little bit. Please do. Because I've had, dis- I've had discussions with people about when Serge Ibaka came on and it was, well, obviously he's going to be a backup. Like, what are you what? talking about? No, I understand starter. that we I understand we've been grooming Zoo. Sure. But when you bring a star onto the team yeah. who's great, that – that player is your starter. Absolutely. At this point, Pat Beverly is our starter and Rajon Rondo is our backup. Yes. But I wonder, will Rajon Rondo ended up end up starting some games? Regardless of injury, will we see him ever get it started and have Pat Beverly come off 
the bench as the powerhouse. But the point is, position so, by position, yeah. we're getting deep. Oh, we're getting, we're getting depth deep with, with real skill players. The depth is so, outstanding. I agree. I think that Ty Lue is going to be so creative as we go. And not creative in a, isn't it fun to tinker with this, creative in a what really works in matchups. So, you know, we've got Luke Kennard. We've got him. We, we know that he can get hot. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be he's I think a lot of players are going to be playing for their playoff roster as we go here to the end of the season. 19 really games left, Clippers Nation. Ooh. 19 oh games left before these playoffs begin. Holy cow. This is it. This is the squad. I got a feeling Charles Barkley they say tonight on TNT they he broke the Clipper curse. He reversed the jinx. At halftime, when he said these guys aren't for real, that they're pretenders, that they're fake, literally now I think the Clippers just win out 19-0 and then go 16-0 in the postseason just to prove Chuck E. Please wrong. I say suck it, Chuckles. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Shots fired. Listen, Hank, I am exhausted from talking through this GD mask Democrats. So if you don't mind, I'm going to do... <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jimmy Carter, you one-term jerk. So I, I'm just going to ask you to sound a little bit sooner horn than the Clippers nation is accustomed with 48 great minutes. But I'm about to pass out in this in the bowels of Staples Center here. I'm looking at mannequins with no jerseys on. It's very unsettling. Okay. <laughs> No, that's not how you sound the horn, you dog. Postscript. Let's see how Malik fits with your Clippers on the next Clipcast. I'll limit my turnovers. Um, you know, early on, I got poked in my uh, um, vision wasn't really there. But, uh, you know, I just stayed afloat. Um, they were helping. I was being aggressive, passed to my teammates. And I just limit my turnovers. Uh, you know, uh, shots fell for me. Yeah, well, we just had a good talk at halftime. Um, can't really say a lot of what I said, but we just had a good talk at halftime. And like I said, our guys came out and responded. And um, you know, Kawhi took it to another level in that third quarter. Um, his pace, his gear, getting downhill, attacking the basket. And um, that's what we need from him. And I thought Pat Pat came in, did a great job at the back of five uh, when we went small. You know, so I thought it was, a, it was a total team effort. You know, PG, just the way he scored the basketball tonight, we needed it. You know, I, I've been shooting the, the three ball well, uh, well um, especially off the dribble. So um, I will be more aggressive to, to look to score, um, look to take more threes, look for opportunities to get threes. Um, you know, the, the, the gift about this team, um, again, as Rondo stated, uh, we, we got so many guys that shoot it well, so the floor is always spaced. How good of a shooting team uh, we are, and also just our defensive presence, you know, being able to switch one through five. Um, you know, our personnel gives a lot of teams problems, and that's something I didn't expect. But once I've been here watching the team play, um, it's very encouraging. And uh, like I said, we have big plans. You know, just having Rondo on the team helps so much. Again, he's taking, you know, he, he's... It's kind of quarterbacking and, and, you know, <clears throat> calling everything out as he just, you know, talked about the defensive uh, coverage, reading their defense um, and reading their offense. Um, you know, he, he's just he's ahead of the head of the game. He's a, a step ahead always. So um, it's great just to have a general on the floor on both sides. Just communication and at all times on the floor, being on the same page. Uh, you know, I love to, to chat a little bit, and they pretty much started in the first half. So 
other than that, like I said, I was just trying to play the game, but you know, sometimes it involves a little bit of chatter. We focused on us. Um, I don't know what that chirp was about. Uh, we focus on us. I don't care what they're doing over there. I don't care who they are, what they're doing. Um, you know, it's I'm I'm locked in. Um, they can do the chirp, man. I let them have it tonight. Um, I just stayed in my zone, stayed in my place. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, again, I don't care what they're doing. We're focused on us over here. We're focused on getting better. Tonight was a fun matchup. Uh, and we uh, we we appreciate the you know the the challenge. Yeah, I mean it's it's what the league is about. I mean you have tough matchups. It's gonna be nights where um, you got to play great to win. Rondo, like I said, all of our guys you know stepped in and played well. So um, it's a good win for us, and it's just something to build off of. Well, I just continue to talk to him and, and having them understand that uh, you know my job and what I pride myself on is to continue to push the pace and the passes may come whenever, even when you may not expect it. So um, when they're on the floor at all times with me, just expect a pass. I'm going to pass for his point guard and uh, just have your hands ready. Oh, he was great, you know, um, doing everything we thought he was going to do when he got here, just controlling the game, controlling the tempo, um, making some great passes, you know, for guys to have open shots, layups. And, um, you know, defensively, he was great as well. Just talking and communicating, you know, I think getting into Booker, getting into CP, just trying to make it tough for those guys. And we know those guys are, you know, um, tough to defend, but just giving the effort. But I just love the way he controlled the game tonight. You've never, hey, whoa, whoa I'm, I'm stopping the podcast. <laughs> don't, I didn't press, re- don't stop recording, though. I didn't stop recording, okay. but we have stopped here, Chris. <laughs> no, this is, all, I mean, let's take, this is all getting left in. <laughs> no, editor. it's not. I'm the No, editor. it's not. <laughs>